Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and we've got Victor Speck on the other side. What's he's good? Yawning. What's good? He's yawning. Just woke up from sleep. <laughs> he took a nice little nap this Sunday evening. Yeah. Uh, today we're having, <laughs> this is the second take on uh, this recording. Yeah. Uh, original recording got ruined uh, due to uh, some interesting things that happened, but no biggie. Uh, we came back later on to uh, get the recording done. Um <laughs> But yeah, man, you know, super happy to come back here and, uh, you know, have a chat about some football today. Of course. You know, we have quite a lot of uh, uh, stuff. We There was a lot of derbies that were available this weekend, so mm-hmm. um, we didn't want to wait till Monday to record. I mean, the next game is uh, Wolves, I think, Leeds in the next game. Yeah. And then Burnley against who else is on? Um, Burnley's playing who again tomorrow? I can't remember, but... It, it doesn't matter because <laughs> <laughs> so mean you know come on man Burnley's a it's a good club you know they Burnley, Burnley's the, is the replacement for Stoke <laughs> oh wow yeah they are pretty they are they are pretty quite yeah. similar in a way it's actually Burnley and West, West Brom I actually kind of like uh, oh Burnley West Brom oh yeah mm-hmm. I actually kind of like Burnley and I appreciate the way like the defensive my mindset Sean is Dyke. you know Sean Dyken is like you know give me give me a uh, hundred million and I'm gonna spend it on freaking defenders you know so it's but, worked they've survived for yeah. years I know they have the they have the blueprint to survive the Premier League yeah. you know but anyway we'll uh, we're not covering that anyway tomorrow it's not, it's not just it's not just that they don't um, survive it they do pretty good they actually do pretty good in it so it's like uh, what were their positions last year like ninth to tenth place. Yeah, they do. They do okay. I think they hit. Um, at one point, they hit uh, top seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they don't do too bad. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's what it is. But that's not what we're here to cover today. We are here to cover the derbies this weekend. Mm-hmm. We had the um, we watched the North London Derby. Yeah, that happened a, this what morning. A what a game! Amazing game. We also watched the. Uh, the Milan Derby, mm-hmm. and then we and uh, you watched the Merseyside Derby. Mm-hmm. So that game was too early. I ended up like you know I I woke up later, so I caught that game later on in the day. But yeah. um, either way, we'll start off with the North London Derby, mm-hmm. Tottenham versus West Ham. You see, you you didn't even want to talk about that one. <laughs> I know. Going you, you, you kind of wrote it off, and I was like, "Man, come on, we gotta we gotta add London in there." Though. Man, and and yeah. I was proven right for eighty minutes. Yeah, eighty minutes in that game, I was just like, "Are, are you fucking kidding me?" I like, think, this I, is think it. I think that that w- what happened after the eighty minutes was why you needed to watch the game. <laughs> I know, I, and I watched it right, yeah. like, it, 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 which is weird. So usually in games like that, yeah. I usually will turn it off after. Like, I watched the Napoli against Atalanta, mm-hmm. and I watched the first half. It was 4 nothing. I just switched it off. I was yeah. like, I have to watch other things. And then uh, Napoli won 4-1. Mm-hmm. But if a game is like 3 nothing at halftime, usually I turn it off. Yeah. But for some reason, I kept watching. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Like you feel I, like something's. Gonna I didn't happen. expect something to happen, mm-hmm. but I just, I just kept watching the game, and I was. Uh, I, that game surprised me, man. Like West Ham, that comeback. Um, you know, so, so we'll, we'll get into a couple of key things here. You know, let me just uh, get up a, 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 you know, open up some notes here. So, mm-hmm. while, you know, while, while you're doing that, I'm gonna just say our predictions. Yeah, I predicted three uh, two for that game. I thought they were gonna win it, but I knew it wasn't gonna be like 
an easy win for them because yeah. West Ham. And then uh, you predicted three one on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, so. I, it looked like it was when when um, uh, what's it called his face? Uh, who scored that? Um, first goal for them Balbuena mm-hmm. when Balbuena scored the first goal for West Ham mm-hmm. I was like oh my prediction is coming alive I've got this on lock yeah. and then the David, the Sanchez own goal I was like bro mm-hmm. what like, the heck like, there we go because Tottenham has been put under pressure and as much as Tottenham is good as going forward just like Chelsea we have issues in the back yeah they, in, at one point when I was watching the game I was thinking Tottenham seem they don't Okay, I I I started. I I took away because I was watching it as a fan. I was like, oh my god, Son mm-hmm. is so amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Kane is so amazing. Yeah. These guys, amazing. I've always liked Harry Kane mm-hmm. and I've always liked Son. And at one moment, I was I was expecting. I was like, I started question ask a question. Mm-hmm. Is there any team more balanced than this? Uh, uh, Tottenham, Tottenham side squad, yeah. uh, with squad death and everything mm-hmm. you know they have all the wingers you can ask for Rebel, Mura, Lamela, Son and Bergwijn mm-hmm. they've got a stacked midfield uh, maybe their striking system isn't set up properly yet because the the other guy what's his name is it Vinicius um, I don't know if he's the guy that loaned recently and then the only thing I would say is and, and then their fullbacks they have two they have different options they have Ben Davis Danny Rose Regilon, and then on the right back, Serge Aurier, and um, um, well, what's his name, Matt Doherty. Yeah. The only area that you can say is the defensive side, that's where the opportunity is at. That's where they need to be. Uh, they need more depth. Because uh, Sanchez has never always filled me with a lot of, um, how would I put it, uh, uh, solidity. Like, it, it doesn't give me confidence that he can always be the guy. And otherwise, is getting older. Mm-hmm. So... They look like a team that can lead goals, but everywhere is so well protected that they can prevent the goals from coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but lo and behold, the goals that West Ham ended up scoring, a set piece, an own goal, and then that wonder of a strike from Lanzini. You know, you're, you're asking yourself now, is the Tottenham, uh, that defense, like, is, this, is it their fault? Okay. We look at the first goal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Ardewell's fault or Sanchez's fault. Yeah. You know, you're looking at the ball coming in across. Mm-hmm. Sissoko should have been stronger yeah. against Balbuena, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And Balbuena rose to the occasion, towered over him, smashed, you know, header in, in, in that corner. Mm-hmm. And then you start to look at the other opportunities. You're starting to look. And then the Sanchez goal, uh, own goal, you're like... Sanchez could he have just headed it or or not headed across because mm-hmm. he's twisting his body, turning mm-hmm. in an awkward angle to try to yeah. get to the ball. That could ball he have was, just that ball was placed very well? Yeah, but could he have just tried to like bring the ball down for a second and just smash it? You know what I mean? Rather than put his body in the most awkward position to head it, because mm-hmm. I I like the the initiative he has. Yeah. I want to get to the ball first, mm-hmm. but in that in that way you're not thinking right as a defender you're not really thinking it's like i want to get to that ball first yeah but you're could he have just said hey can i for one quick second get to the ball first and then hit it across hit send it back to where it came from mm-hmm. so when you're looking at those goals how much of it could you say was a defensive mistake like or what you know how much would you say was the you know, Tottenham could have done better defensively because, well, like, the thing the thing we always say is like, you can you can play as much as you want, but the thing is like, you need to be um, 
you should you, you don't need to be pegged back in your own half for such a long time. Okay. It almost felt like after they were up 3-0 in the second half, they were sleeping in their own half. Yeah. So that's where West Ham started playing majority of the game. And they started growing so much in confidence because this ball was just inside Tottenham's half. Mm-hmm. So it's like chance after chance, even though they were not hitting it, I thought eventually one was going to go direct. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And lo and behold, that's what happened. Yeah. In the 80th minute, after they've been pushing for at least 40-something, and then it was just like, boom. Mm-hmm. Valbuena, goal. After that, it was the cutback. Yeah. Cross, below. The Sanchez goal, yeah. then the last one with Lanzino. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> that was just a, that was a strike for the ages, Lanzini man. That is definitely that, that's looking like one of the goals of the season right now. That was a beautiful yeah. strike. It was. It's just another set piece too. Yeah, it was from another set piece, yeah. and it's like, it's like that's where majority of like Tottenham, and like Chelsea crumble. Yeah, in in set pieces, it's like where you have the most chance to really directly affect and really, like, kill these teams, you yeah. know? Uh, Obona, um, I, I think somebody made uh, a comment on the on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was Glenn Huddle. Glenn Huddle was like, Obona, either Glenn Huddle, no, or, or was it a guy? Oh, I can't remember his name. He used to be the coach for Tottenham, but he um, was on... Oh, I, 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 I don't know why his name is lost in my head. But anyway, mm-hmm. he was like, Obona should be credited for an assist there because... Harry Winks, yeah. you know, goes in to go block, block the shot, it. right? Well, Bonner and then Bonner comes in, comes in screens him, and then the ref is like, oh, man, this is going to pelt in my brain. I'm mm-hmm. going to get out of here, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the shot from Lanzini just was a beauty. Mm-hmm. And to think of the amount of pressure that you are on at that moment, yeah. and uh, the fly off his feet, you know, Loris comes in, tries to make it safe, touches it, it still goes top bins. Mm-hmm. It's such a, such a beautiful goal. Yeah. Um, and I was so I was kind of I was, when it hit three two I was mad because I was like man I predicted this game to be three one then it's three two then I was just like I remember posting on the chat on the on the chat and I was like yeah uh, I I want West Ham to yeah. equalize yeah I get you know uh, through like a last minute play mm-hmm. you know and a penalty through VAR or Let something just to like just to really piss off Mourinho because yeah. <laughs> I'm like you guys just screwed this my prediction up but yeah. then uh, that goal was just perfect mm. perfect last kick of the game let's go home we're done um, but at halftime if you're looking at the the halftime score at that moment somebody ended up posting like hey you know are Spurs looking like title challengers this year? <laughs> you know, people were asking the question. Yeah, Even me, I, at one point in my head, I started to like. I was not like. You know, I, I've been. I, I've dissed Mourinho, yeah. and I've, I've given him my fair share of diss. Yeah. Like, I'm like this guy. He, he doesn't evolve. He, generally he doesn't. Yeah. But all. I've seen from this team, mm-hmm. this Tottenham team, yeah. throughout even from when he joined last time mm-hmm. to this time, they are scoring goals. Yeah, they are scoring. I mean, if you have Kane on your team and Son on your team, you're you're bound to score yeah. goals. Kane was even coming you know? back for defensive work too. Yeah, they were doing. So, even Son too was doing the same thing. Yeah, so it was like, um, yeah, they they're just evolving. But the thing is, like, I still somebody somebody said it in a group chat. Paul yeah. said, Paul said it in a group chat. Yeah, he's like, uh, Tottenham are gonna win the league. Nah, and I was like, I was like, bro, nah. I was like, bro, it's, Spurs, it's, bro. it's Tottenham. I'm like, I'm like, there's still fragilities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're, they're still fragile. They they're have fragile they have fragilities. Mourinho, it's gonna take a while for Mourinho to take that out of their game, and 
eventually he will be able to, but it still needs time to. Well, do you think so though? Because like this is quite a, a damaging win. I, and the thing I was thinking prior to is managers. When when that question was asked, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, a lot can happen. I was like, wait till November. Yeah. I should have said, wait till the end of this mm-hmm. game, right? Yeah. A lot, a lot can happen mm-hmm. all the way through to November. Mm-hmm. And there's moment. I remember this happening with uh, Mourinho and Manchester United. Yeah. When we first started, we became four uh, nil uh, uh, FC. Mm-hmm. We we're winning every game four nil, four nil, four nil. And then I think it was the City game, mm-hmm. and I, I think City just played us out of the park, mm-hmm. like just absolutely annihilated us. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't remember the scoreline, but they beat us in our own in our own home. Mm-hmm. And after that, he became, he changed. Fragile. He be changed. Mourinho, that will be going in and let's run teams out of the park with mm-hmm. our powerful offense with Lukaku mm-hmm. up front and Pogba on their side. And he kinda, wasn't. Kinda he was. Like he started to doubt. He started to doubt. He's, you know, yeah. he's like, can I keep doing this? If I keep doing this, then my team is not going to be defensively defensively solid mm-hmm. to challenge for the league. Which, in the old school mindset, you would think is the right and. I believe defense does win your championships, yeah. but does it really though? Mm-hmm. If you outscore your teams by X amount of goals, you keep power and pumping goals, pumping mm-hmm. goals. And yes, there's gonna be moments when you can't win by four nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you, you have to you have to, you have to like really zero, keep it tight and win zero, one nil. Yeah. And I, my my thinking was, okay, is this those moments could happen to him. Mm-hmm. He's running away with wins at three nothing, you know, mm-hmm. six six one against us. Yeah. Um I don't I don't think I think there's gonna be a game that's gonna probably wound him mm-hmm. that all of a sudden he's gonna be like, guys, let's calm it down. Mm-hmm. Okay? We keep it tight at the back before we even start thinking about the offensive mm-hmm. side of the game. And me as a coach, this has happened to me. I remember the outdoor season this season. Mm-hmm. We were we were slamming a team three nothing PSA. Yeah. It should have been seven nothing mm-hmm. at halftime. Uh, come halftime three nothing. Next minute the other team came back three three. Mm-hmm. First thing that we worked on the next practice session, defense. Mm-hmm. Defense. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, you know what? I know we can score ten goals if we wanted to, but n- for some reason we can't keep out three goals. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, come on guys. So I think as a coach, do you think this is gonna wound him now? And he's gonna start saying, "Defense first. Man, that's that's a that's a hard one. I mean, like once you take a loss, obviously you have to assess and see what can be done to make sure that uh, that you don't lose. But he didn't lose; he tied the game. But the thing is, like, but it feels like a loss. It feels like a loss because yeah. you were you were so high up, and then all of a sudden it was just boom. But what I liked what Mourinho said in the in the after after the press conference was. Basically, he was like, they asked him what happened there. Mourinho said, it's football. <laughs> yeah, he said it's football. You know? But he did, he did kind of see the psychology of his players is in, yeah. you know, quite Disarray there. because it's yeah. like, because they, they just can't believe what just happened, yeah. you know. And, and it they, was in less than 15 minutes that all of this just happened. I think the answer to these issues is score more. Yeah, do your you thing, know? do your thing. Kane, Kane, you know what I mean? Kane could have Kane hit at, the post. Look at when... Look at when um, What's his name? Pep Guardiola was with City, and they yeah. would just, then they would they would win, but then they would lose. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't go back and revert. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is also a stupid thing because 
what what kind of messed me up was when it was like he would be he would be winning, he would be scoring more goals, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he'll go to Champions League. Like, bro, do the same thing that you were doing. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you need to revert, especially yeah. in the quarterfinals? Yeah, I guess, or, Leon. yeah, in the quarterfinals, but, but that's, bro. But that's what I'm thing. telling you, right? Sometimes managers get caught up in 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 this world, right? Like, it's a battle. Game, I think it's a battle between like, themselves and. Uh, the system that they created and if they really believe that it could be what gets them what they want. Right? Yeah, so. yeah. There's a lot and there's a lot that happens too. Yeah. The the coaching staffs could start questioning things, yeah. what happened, what went mm-hmm. wrong. And then all of a sudden there's infighting and yeah. there's a question, should we stick to what we know how to do best? Or, or should we or do something should else? We do something else? Yeah. You know, I think uh, Tottenham should stay with what, I mean, yeah. if you maintain that firepower with Kane, yeah. all you just need to do, I think, I think what Tottenham needs is a better personnel in the mm-hmm. back line. You know, Tanganga being injured, I think, hurts them mm-hmm. because um, he, that kid brought a little bit more life to the defensive side of the game. Yeah. He's a little bit more mobile. Um, and I think he, he just... I like Sanchez. Sanchez, I think, is a good, good, good defender yeah. either way. But I think that sometimes he lapses in concentration and mm-hmm. I mean it's tough to blame him for that own goal that was yeah. a tough ball to, to, to do and he, I like the initiative he had mm-hmm. prior to he didn't make any mistake yeah. and yeah. this this is the world of a defender you yeah. make one mistake you're yeah, fucked yeah. and then the other two goals it wasn't really the defense exactly. it was more one was a freakish goal yeah. the other one was a midfielder not really fighting yeah. when he's Sissoko is a strong boy yeah, strong. you know I'm surprised he, he didn't he, did he could have done out. more yeah. right yeah. so he didn't really jump. He didn't really so lack of concentration. Yeah. But anyway, all the way, all the all the best there to uh, West Ham and uh, for Tottenham. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Tottenham. I still hate y'all niggas. But the thing is, wow, <laughs> wow. The, the only thing though is the fact that Mourinho is your coach. That is yeah. the only thing. I love Mourinho. Nah. I will always love Mourinho for Look, what he's done. What he's done for Chelsea. I, let, let me give a segment for Mourinho. Yeah, like Mourinho is one of the most for me with United mm-hmm. I was I was I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna be one of those people like oh I never wanted him I wanted him at United yeah. because I knew in the second season he was that kind of guy that will fight for a trophy mm-hmm. he would get you right on the first season don't expect anything on the yeah. first season second, second season, season he coming. would get you yeah. and I think I really wanted was the Premier League Yeah. and I thought it was disgraceful that this guy came up and said second was my greatest achievement mm-hmm. look i get it the board sucks and everything yeah but come on man mm-hmm. come on <laughs> that you choked after the city game after the city game he choked and then he was like look we're going to go defensive the game just became the football from then on became destructive boring mm-hmm. horrible and and i was just like man you were doing so well mm-hmm. with the just score the goals if you don't win the trophy this year next year you have something to build off mm-hmm. from but because of how demoralized the way he played the system demoralizing the football was mm-hmm. people don't understand the psychology of the game here yeah. like when you're dominating teams and all of a sudden you stop doing that the to defend every second of the day like it's brutal mm-hmm. it's it's tough man yeah. like to be on the back foot every second of the game it's just not a good feeling for mm-hmm. players so um, I don't know, man. Like, for me, he just he, he came so toxic, man. But watching him outside United mm-hmm. is exciting. Yeah. It's fun. I hated him when he was with Chelsea the first time. The second time, I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> um, watching him in Real Madrid was awesome. I still, I still watch his Inter 
matches against Barca, the 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 crazy matches he had against Barcelona. Yeah. I love those matches. Those are some of the matches that I, anytime I'm prepping for like my sessions or games or I always try to watch it just to like look at the mind behind this guy. Right, mm-hmm. he's such a genius. But man, he can become. He he became so. Um, uh, what's the word? He became so. Um, uh, 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 vindictive, you mm-hmm. know, he was doing things in spite of. Uh, I mean, he was doing things to spite the 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 team. He made so many changes. The stuff he did to Martial, giving taking away his number away from him, mm-hmm. and then giving it to freaking Zlatan. Zlatan. You know, I get it, Zlatan, but still, couldn't you find him something else? And then after, like buying Sanchez, you know, instead of and when Sanchez was worse and Martial was the one keeping him in his job mm-hmm. Martial was scoring all these goals for him and anyway so yeah. he just he, he, for me he, with the United thing he just did not work out like yeah. you know so it's good I mean good for him with Tottenham wish him the best there but mm-hmm. anyway whatever uh, moving on we will jump over to the um, Merseyside Derby man Merseyside you watch this game Mercy side. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> what? I was just saying. I was just singing. Mercy oh, mercy side. side yeah. yeah. Fuck those niggas. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> um, well, Everton. Um, First of all, let's start off with that. Hor- there were two horrific, horrible challenges against uh, Thiago. No, no, no. And, let, uh, let, let's start off with the predictions. So predictions. Okay, we'll so, go over that. So you called this one. You I called, called it two, one, two, two, two. I called it two, two because I expected like a lot of. I expected goals to come yeah. in. I actually felt like Liverpool would win it, but mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I was just like, I would say, I'll call it a tie, yeah, two two, bo- man. We both we both called a tie. You called it yeah. a two two tie, and I called it a three three tie. So you got that one. These uh these boys, though, yeah. Let's go back to those challenges. Yeah, those challenges, man. Jeez, those were horrible. The, I, the one with Pickford on Van Dijk. That was horrible. I can't believe he was still on the pitch after that. That's a red card. Oh, that was a red card, and Van Dijk now has like a broken knee or something. No, he has a ACL tear on his knee. ACL tear. I, he has like, to go to. So this is the state of the Premier League, right? Mm-hmm. I can come over to you, touch your face, yeah. and then you fall down, rolling like. I just dropped a bomb in your body. But then a guy can come in flying, mm-hmm. two studs up, take out your knee. Oh, wait, that was offside before. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to, like, give, give him a yeah. That guy, like, honestly, what Pickford did, I think it was clumsy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was... It was reckless and clumsy. Yeah. But I don't think he had the intent. I don't know. I don't think he has the intent of... Maybe he does. I don't know. It's the mercy yeah, side. I don't know. Look but, at, looking at that challenge over and over yeah. again, it almost feels like... He knew what the hell he was doing. I think he knew what he was right. doing, but I don't think he thought like, "Oh, I'm gonna go in hard." Yeah. And I think sometimes when goalies go into players, mm-hmm. they think the player is gonna get out of the way. Yeah, but I don't think. I, I don't. And Pickford's you know, a messy guy. He's man. such a messy he's fucking so guy, messy. right? Like, and just seeing that shit he did, I was just like, man. Yeah. But look at that one. I would say reckless, clumsy. He should have gotten a red, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But whatever is what it is. Yeah. The Ricarlison one was just disgusting. I oh, saw that goodness. and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? This guy, they need to." Freak, in my opinion, I think they need to freaking arrest him, man. Like that's how bad. <laughs> that's how bad it was. Like this guy went in there to kill him, yeah. and then the fact that he thought like, "Oh, why are they giving me a red card?" Yeah. You know, like I was, are you serious, bro? You almost fucking killed that guy. Yeah. You almost like yeah, that's ending career like yeah. tackle, man. I just was. I watched it. Like, Gabby was watching it, and she was like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. you know? It's such a hor- horrible challenge. And no matter how much I don't like the Scouts and the Liverpool guys, like, yeah. 
you know i just can't you cannot have that right mm-hmm. like i think sometimes these guys think like because of how superhuman and how much the investment is in the sport especially medicine for them mm-hmm. we can do anything we want like you can't fucking do that shit man uh, i just i thought i was that horrible. was brutal that was, that was horrible. So brutal. absolutely horrible yeah. but anyway yeah, uh, it was two two. Mm-hmm. Um, and barring that, those challenges, what did you see in the game? There's uh, basically Everton were just moving the ball really well. So with Liverpool, it was like a yeah. match made for each other actually right yeah. now. And uh, with Everton being so being the first, right? Yeah. And Liverpool behind, but they know Liverpool's qualities, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, obviously we're going to see what you can bring and then we'll bring it back. Yeah. Right? And basically they matched them. Yeah. <laughs> they just matched them. Mane That's scored sick. the first goal. Robertson, Mane. nice cross, but it was actually Mane that created the whole thing. Mane's my boy, but, man. So like, this is like a good question right now. Is Mane the best player in Liverpool? I've always I've always thought uh Mane is their is their I mean, it's hard to say best player because you can say Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. But if you want to talk about right now, I would say Mane. I've always thought Mane is the guy. Even last year, Even too. last year. Even last guy. year. I don't think people give him a lot of credit. I think Salah scores the goals. Yeah. Salah takes all the credit from a but fantasy it, point sport perspective. Yeah. But from a work rate and just keeping the chains moving, he Mane. is the guy. Yeah. Now, you can talk about Henderson. Henderson, mm-hmm. I think, is just Mr. Energy. He's the captain. He's yeah. the leader of that team. Yeah. Right? Um, but for me, with Mane, Mane just, he makes things happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you throw that ball to him yeah. in the dying seconds. I remember games where I was watching. I think there was a game, Aston Villa last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching, and he just came out of nowhere and scored a goal. Yeah. Last minute. And I was like, there's no fucking way they're going to... Boom, he scores. Mm-hmm. So, Mane is the, is the type of guy on that team, in my opinion, that drives that team forward yeah you know you can talk about everybody keeps the chain moving that's mm-hmm. the that's the club clubomania you mm-hmm. know he he knows how to he has the right fingers in yeah. the right place yeah. to do what he needs them to do mm-hmm. but most importantly for me i think money himself is the one key piece there yeah if yeah. they lose money for a long the season where remember when they lost money to the african nations cup mm-hmm. they didn't win the league they yeah. looked like they were gonna be doing things and then they lost, lost him it, yeah. they didn't so Mane for me is the most crucial guy. Mm-hmm. I think you can do away with Salah maybe for a couple of games. I mean, there, you know, there, but Mane, there have you been him. instances where they perform without without Salah. You know, that, yeah, in that yeah. game in Barcelona, um, um, in the semifinal, yeah. or was it the quarters? Yeah, or was it the semis? I think it's semis, semis, yeah. Semis, yeah. and yeah, they were, they were missing, and Origi came in and did his thing. Yeah. Origi came in and and But that, that's, that's the beauty of this Liverpool team, yeah. right? Like they, they have depth to cover. They have, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say depth, but I just say that, that 11, mm-hmm. the 11 they put on the field are just, they work so well together, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it didn't work very well last week, yeah, or two yeah, weeks yeah. ago <laughs> when they lost 7-2 to Aston Villa, but they just are such a good they they connect well. That mm-hmm. when you take out one missing piece, it impacts them. But mm-hmm. I think Mane is the biggest impact. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he just. I don't think Villa would have been able to do what they did to them mm-hmm. if he had been playing mm-hmm. on the pitch. Yeah. Maybe they would have still lost, but I don't think by not yeah. not that many goals. Yeah. To be no, honest. No, 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 no. Yeah, for sure. And uh, actually, shout us the club too, because in this game, like. He didn't change nothing. No. <laughs> he still kept doing what he did. And that's what we, we, we just talked about, where it's like 
when a when a manager loses a game yeah. or ties a game, yeah. what do they revert? But yeah. Klopp is like, hell no. You stick, you st- I know, I yeah. know how my system is. We've won the league with it. Yeah. Same thing with Pep too. You know, we've won the league with yeah. it, so we're gonna it, keep doing it. It may need to evolve. Yeah. To include some specific things mm-hmm. to help fix errors and yeah. all that stuff, but I don't think it's something like. If you have an idea and a mindset of this is the way I want to play mm-hmm. and your players are bought into it, yeah. why change, why change it? it? Yeah. You know, this is not like... Because as long as they've bought into it, they'll work for it and they'll work to make it work. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, um, but yeah, it was a good game. Uh, Manny scores that first goal after he creates it pretty much. Robertson sends the ball back to him. He puts it in top left. Then uh, a freakish... Freakish corner, yeah, and yeah. then Michael Keane heads this ball, and and Adrian just can't get his hands to it. He, I mean, he touches yeah. it a little bit, but it still goes into Man, the Adrian, net. Adrian is looking pretty bad right now. Yeah, he was. But at he, least the last, guy has, last least, year he was actually looking pretty good. At and least then, he has a Premier League title, bro. True, <laughs> very true. <laughs> but he's not looking really good right you know? now. And yeah. then, um, yeah, that's I think that's a, a position that Liverpool probably have to cover again. Yeah, so. and then. Um, Salah comes in, bro. This lovely volley, the ball's yeah, up. Yeah, so that goal is nice. Right in the, the right in the bottom, and then after that, uh, Mr. Calvin Lewin, yo. yo, this kid. Okay, so let's let's give. He's a on a tear. He's on a tear he, right now. He is surprising the shit out of me, mm-hmm. but in a way, I'm not also surprised. Why, Carlo Ancelotti? Mm-hmm. Carlo Ancelotti knows how to put players. In the right place where mm-hmm. they're gonna shine, yeah, and put a system where everybody is brimming hot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've seen I've seen United guys complain about Abdullah Decor because everybody when Watford, I I watch Abdullah Decor. I don't think Abdullah Decor is that great, mm-hmm. but he has qualities. But his qualities are so fantastic yeah. that you put him on an Everton team, mm-hmm. and then you max and Carlo then, can maximize, and him. then Carlo just makes him better. Yeah, you know, Alan, who the fuck is Alan? Oh, from you know, Napoli, the guy from, from Napoli. Napoli. Where did where did we watch him once at <laughs> Napoli? Never. Be real. Let's be real here. We but, but probably a couple of games. Yeah, like, Champions you know, League. We're watching him and they're like, okay, he's okay. Mm-hmm. But look at him here. He looks like he's been on this team for ages. Yeah. Regardless, and you put a shit house like that, mm-hmm. you know, on your team, guy who freaking you know, loves diving yeah. more than anything. Yeah. You know, he plays like Cristiano. I think he's a professional diver. <laughs> but all of a sudden, he looks like a, a, a you know, a, 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 a macho man. He's yeah. skiving people down, yeah. doing crazy shit. Like, mm-hmm. all these guys are working. The one thing I'm, I'm I, I don't know, maybe this is an issue with Moise Keane mm-hmm. uh, or Moise Keane or however you pronounce his name. My only thing he's is, in PSG now. you know, yeah, Moise, I don't, I wish Moise would have worked under Carlo a little bit yeah, more because yeah. I think he would have uh, he would have yeah, gone into that not not that shitty shine. ass yeah. coach that the uh, substitute coach or assistant coach Duncan who benched Duncan who, Ferguson who who brought him into the game yeah. against United for like in the 70th minute and took him off in like the 80th minute mm-hmm. what a scumbag you know I mean I think yeah. if he had a guy like Carlo earlier by his side mm-hmm. he would have been a much better, better player, player yeah. you know so yeah. all these guys are looking like real good players on the mm-hmm. Carlo Ancelotti but Calvert Lewin this kid is now like from nowhere to like oh I'm playing with England he's now. he's like he's like the Tammy Abraham of last season pretty much yeah, yeah. so far but we'll, we'll see yeah. how he goes I, so far he's on a purple patch and yeah. it's good and we'll see if he can keep that up. You know, games are gonna start coming thick and fast now. Yeah. And uh, it's up to them to show what they got still, right? Are they in the Europa? Um, because if they're not, 
No, I don't think if they're, they're not in the Europa, in Europe, I think they missed that by one one or two positions. If they are not, if they are not in the Europa, they don't. They have the best chance this year yeah. to win something. something to win, yeah. I don't think they're going to win the league. Yeah, but man, there's not. They don't have any other better chance. Are they are they out of Carabao Cup? I think you guys kicked them out. No, right? no, I, I don't know. I think they're playing against us. Oh I yeah, that game is coming and up. That game is coming up. Another thing too. They've added so much good quality. James mm-hmm. Rodriguez, this yeah. guy, dead ball Sheesh. specialist. Yeah. Boom, cross into the box. Score goals. Cross into the box, <laughs> like he is. The, he, he was he the is twenty, money. the twenty fourteen Golden Boat winner, uh, World Cup. The I know, Cup Golden but Boat ever winner. since he's never lived up to that height. Yeah, but because I, Real Madrid kind of treat, treated him like shit, man. Guys, yeah. like I mean, they were not proper professional players. Probably think we're dumb. Yo, guys, but it, don't don't go to the prim, don't go like don't waste your life in Real. Yeah, I don't know why these guys do it. Don't it's, waste it's, your life. It's in always it. a Especially dream. If you're it's in the always bench. a dream. <laughs> you guys want to claim dreams, man? Go somewhere and win a title, yeah, bro. We, you know, do something you with know? your career. And I mean, he went to Bayern, so he yeah. won, did win that, and he did win something with Real. Mm-hmm. But after, like, I think when he was 28th, and like Zidane wasn't rating him and yeah. all that, even Bale too. Yeah, you know, it I was, was just, it was I was like, looking at these guys. Shocking. I'm like, you guys just leave. Yeah, come to come to the Premier League, mm-hmm. leave, man. But anyway. At least um, now they made the move. Exactly. Years later. Yeah, years <laughs> later. But either way, it's what it is. Better late than never, right? Yeah, man. All right. We're and good. Then, uh, oh. oh, sorry, you finished. And then it was 2 2. Yeah. Henderson scored the goal. Oh, yeah. The VAR moment. VAR. Oh, man. Uh, I mean. So, yeah, there needs to be a, there needs to be a clear, um, what is it? Uh, a clear depiction of like what this thing is. Yes, it cuts out errors. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you can't score a goal with your hands, bro. So if somebody is, like, in, with their hands yeah. in an offside position, you should be looking at the legs. You should be looking at the other body parts yeah. that pretty much you can score a goal with, yeah. but not with the hands. I think I think the hands one, Vaughn needs to kind of, like, detail it a little bit and chop off the hands because yeah. having it on a line is just no, bro, you know? And then... um. And then when the when the body is like pretty much inside, mm-hmm. you know, you're not getting that, that much, was, much disadvantages, yeah. you know. So that was absolutely ridiculous. I believe that um, you know, for me, mm-hmm. I, I said this earlier today, but for me, the biggest thing is as a defender, offensive guys do so much shit they get away with it, mm-hmm. and I'm happy that VAR is there to like stop that shit, but it's fucking ridiculous, mm-hmm. like. I, I, I mean, if I was a defender playing there, I would be like, oh, thank God. You just let me out of the, you know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm free. Thank you. Yeah. But it is not right. Mm-hmm. That, that, that did not look right. I think it was his shirt. I don't yeah. even think it was his hand. <laughs> it was his shirt that was outside. You know, and I think it's gotten to the point where it's now ridiculous and everything mm-hmm. is super scrutinized. Yeah. I just think they should make it easy. Like, if... You know, maybe add a percentage. If mm-hmm. it's ten percent of his body, mm-hmm. or or let's say five percent of his body, because I don't think that shirt was even one percent. Mm-hmm. If it's five percent of his body, then sure, call it outside. Yeah. Like make it easy like that. But these guys, I, I I think maybe they may look into it. But I don't like to talk about VAR because VAR is just ridiculous. It's a waste of our time. There's yeah. nothing we can do. Yeah. Um, so. But either way, that was dumb. That and was Pickford, dumb. Pickford should have saved that too. Big, yeah. <laughs> big, we talk, this guy, man, he's regressed <laughs> big time, man. Like, the stuff I'm seeing from him, the goals he's con- conceding, I'm like, hmm, 
I mean, the goal with Mane was a good goal, and the goal with um, um, uh, Salah was a good goal. Mm-hmm. But that goal from Henderson in a pressure cooker moment, bro, you just put your smash it back, like hit it back. But I mean, look, guys, like we like to talk, like you know, we know we're not professional players, mm-hmm. man. We don't know in that moment how bad it is. How we probably would handle it way worse. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's give him the benefit of a doubt and, and we move on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, jumping over real quick, we're going to jump over to the Milan uh, Derby. Derby. Yeah. Wow. So, Milan Derby, that was... I, predict, I predicted 3-2 for AC. And you predicted 2-1. I predicted 2-1 for, for Inter. Fuck. Yeah. I, I knew this was a game that Conte was going to lose because, like, I was seeing fragilities and I'm looking at the way that AC plays and the way Stefano Pialli... Pialli has, set up the team to play. Yeah. They are just uh yeah, AC is kind of unstoppable right now. AC, AC have a good team. Yeah. I I this was the test for me like I'm um, just should, looking they at They should have scored like four or five goals, but the same thing goes for Inter too. Yeah. Inter should have scored goals too. Inter should have scored goals. Yeah. I think the game should have could have ended like 6-2 or something yeah. crazy like that. Yeah. But for my own piece, um the first half for me was brilliant. That first half was Zlatan you know, this guy is maintaining some sort of elegance at this age. Mm-hmm. I mean, he missed the penalty and then he put it back in. But, you know, he's, um, uh, you know, the the way the way he grows from strength to strength mm-hmm. amazes me. Yeah. Um, but not only that, the way Stefano Pioli has set up his team, you you the 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 first half was just perfect for these guys. Mm-hmm. Kessie was Amazing, yeah. Um, Theo, I love Theo Hernandez. This mm. kid, except that he loves to dive a lot, but yeah. I like him, he's yeah. just phenomenal. Well, diving's part of the game, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so Lukaku, I would say, was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Marcus and uh, Leal, mm-hmm. amazing. I was just shocked, like, everybody that first half was you could not have asked for perfect first half from mm-hmm. AC and Inter in a way, yeah. but from AC more. Um, and uh, uh, when I was looking at that, um, I was I, I was just looking at that game. I was just like, okay, how can AC be playing this amazing? Mm-hmm. How? But once again, there were some mistakes I think Conte made, mm-hmm. and um, I'll get into that in a bit. But you know the 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 setup the setup from AC mm-hmm. was just keep it simple. We're going to move the ball. We're good at touching the ball. We're good at moving it. I think people under... under I'm watching this here uh, this this season. Mm-hmm. I watched it last season. I was like, I like what I see here. Mm-hmm. This season, people are underrating the Sierra, mm-hmm. man. Like, I really... I think what I'm seeing here is like, so many guys that they move well. Mm-hmm. They don't press as crazy as the Premier League does. They don't go as high as uh, German, Germany does. Yeah. But the, the, the levels to the game is aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. like i enjoy it i'm like wow these guys play such beautiful football mm-hmm. here you know um and um you know the 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 wingers in uh ac salamakers and layout i think these guys are hiding in this mm-hmm. league i think i'm surprised nobody has gone in for Ra- a guy like salamakers Ra- rafael you know? Leal, eh? oh yeah Le- like, or Leal. he's a good kid i, I don't think that reminds they me used in, the- in 20 i think it was in 2018 yeah 2018 fifa i bought this guy yeah and i was um i think i was in chelsea at the time i was yeah. the manager for chelsea in career mode yeah and i used this guy to just beat the hell out of the whole <laughs> league, yeah but it's fifa like, bro it's fifa but anyway Leal, 
He, um, I didn't expect like you. He, he, I think he played more striker last the season. Uh, last season, mm-hmm. I think he played more um, before Zlatan came. Yeah. And then as Zlatan came, they pushed him out to the one. I'm like, this like, guy's not a striker. Yeah. Like he looks more of a winger. Likes to supply balls into the box. You know what I mean? So. Um, but he just was he he surprised me like how much better mm-hmm. from the last time I've seen him for AC yeah. than now he just looked way more intelligent mm-hmm. way more like there's more intelligence to his game he's mm-hmm. not over dribbling he's not overtaking players on he knows when to take a guy on yeah. when to share the ball when to put it across in the box Salamakas is another guy that last season I watched him I was like He's getting there. Who, mm-hmm. I was like, who the hell is this? Who's Selimakers? Like, mm-hmm. I need to research where the hell is from. But, like, who the hell is this guy? Mm-hmm. And last season, but this season, I've been watching him. Like, this guy is looking way better. Like, mm-hmm. he had the dribbling skills last season. But this season, I'm like, let's watch him a little bit more. Yeah. You know? So, what Stefan Pioli is doing is great. But going into the, the other side, Conte's side, Conte needs to fucking stop this random shit he's doing with this Kolarov and D'Ambrosio in the back line mm-hmm. or you, you can't play those two together Kolarov naturally is a left back mm-hmm. D'Ambrosio naturally is a right back mm-hmm. they're playing center back yeah. bro if you're gonna play if you're gonna play one of put Skriniar on I don't know what's going on maybe Skriniar is injured I haven't mm-hmm. but Skriniar can be a, uh, there's, there's links to him going to Tottenham yeah so put him put him on or something mm-hmm. maybe his head isn't right but play him this yeah. guy I don't know what is going on. And he had only Devrage was the only guy, uh, only uh, real se- yeah, the right only real center back that was there. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, man? Like, I think he's overthinking it. Or maybe Skinner's injured. I didn't research properly enough, but mm-hmm. I need to double check. Um, or maybe his head isn't right. But Skinner, if he's fit, play him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or play another center back. Don't yeah. put. Uh, uh, a guy who's played left back all his life mm-hmm. and then you bring him over to Inter and then you're playing him center back and then don't play D'Ambrosio who's played right back all his life and then all of a sudden you can only play one of that you know if you look at the City game mm-hmm. um, Kyle Walker was the only real right back mm-hmm. that was playing uh, center back mm-hmm. apart from that Nathan Ake who's a center back and Ruben Diaz that's a center back yeah. so play your fucking center backs in, in like at least two of them yeah. in there and then maybe you can accommodate a right back if mm-hmm. you want but um so the, the anyway the game w- was good uh hakimi was great mm-hmm. I, this hakimi inter got him for a steal yeah i'm surprised no other premier league team went for this guy but i mean maybe he only wanted to go to inter but Dortmund should have even kept him too Dortmund should have tried to keep him but i don't think I they had the they money have, they have Felix pass like now i mm. guess it's not bad but hakimi is way better next way level. better hakimi is sick level. and um you know the the, the uh, Perisic was poor i don't know what's going on with him yeah um and for me just uh, like other creations he should have come out earlier he should have too and I the same agree. thing with uh Atari Vidal? Yeah, Vidal was Vidal is such a fucking dirty player, man. <laughs> this guy, two studs up on Theo, yeah. no card. And then he did another tackle, no card. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this guy can get away with murder. Mm-hmm. Like he's he was going around just hacking players mm-hmm. down. I was like, how? How? Yeah. Anyway. And then Vidal came out and then Nicolo Barella went to CDM and then Ericsson came in into the top but it's like bro you need Nicola Barella yeah. and Barella was still running Barella is sick I he like Barella he was still going up I, like still like, I remember when uh, um, I think it was Conte's season actually Conte mm-hmm. wanted Barella and uh, they were like no you can't have him mm. you can't have him no but in it, Chelsea you know the funny thing he has Conte has dissed Barella in Inter 
Mm-hmm. So it's like I asked for all these guys and then they gave me Barella. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? But, but that's the guy but, you wanted. But that's so the, long you know ago. the funny with these managers, right? Barella. Everybody talks about modern day footballers and how weak they are mentally, and I, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, fragile. You know, how fragile. You have to build. But have to build it. In the look end. at Barella. This kid has become better mm-hmm. ever since he said that. I. I think he's not put a foot wrong. He's yeah. gotten way, way, way better. He's probably like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Exactly. And another player, too, that something similar happened to wasn't Dombele mm-hmm. with uh, Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Look at Dombele now. Yeah. Best, showing that he's the best yeah. midfield on that team. I think, I think Mourinho wanted to, you know? wanted to, he wanted but, but this is to the thing. Him, you do, you know so, I mean? Some people always think that, oh, modern players are, are weak. Yeah. They don't. It's like, guys, they're professionals, yeah. too. Have a conversation with them. Maybe yeah, you call them out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's his personality. Yeah. Boom. He 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 responds to it. It was because it you was know? for the Dumbella one because they even showed it on uh, all or nothing, right? Yeah. It was because of uh, did he wasn't playing him. He wasn't playing him. Yeah. But the thing is, like Mourinho, he wasn't really dissing him. You know what I mean? No, he no. Wasn't really, he just had so much quality in those positions. Yeah. That he was like, okay, maybe if he trains, if he trains crazier, then mm-hmm. we can throw him in, right? Yeah. And then it was like little spurts, and then he had. A conversation with uh, uh, what's his name, Daniel Levy, yeah. Tanga in the belly. Yeah. He had a conversation with Daniel Levy, and he's like, "I want to leave," and he's like, "He's like, they're not playing me." Mm-hmm. And then um, Daniel, Already. and then Daniel Levy was pretty much like, "Yo, you know, you gotta, you gotta chill." Like, I have this one story about this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he, he was probably talking about himself too. He was like, he was like, he, they told him that he couldn't do. What he could, but yeah, he yeah. persevered and did it, and right? Yeah. Yeah. And they had like a French translator there that was also like telling Ndombele because he doesn't mm-hmm. speak English, right? English yeah. So it's also hard too. So then Ndombele was like, you know, this and that. And yeah. then Mourinho, Mourinho and Ndombele, I think the fire was pretty much because he wasn't playing him. Yeah. And then yeah. it was like, but Mourinho knew the player that he had. He, yeah, yeah. he wanted to get him like going mm-hmm. because, it, and it was, Majority of it was also his injuries, yeah. so it was like it, it was holding him back, which is why during COVID he decided to take in Dumbella to go and train him, yeah. right? Because he was like he he knows he needs him. Yeah. He's like he's like I need this guy. Mm-hmm. Fuck these other guys because yeah. they're good right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put my effort into him because yeah. he's the one that I need the most right now. And yeah. look at him, man. Yeah, just, you know, he's just tearing text, it. Textbook management. Tearing it, Tex- you know? Textbook management. But. So. Yeah, but but back to Inter and seeing how Barella is like Barella is a fucking sick player, man. Yeah. Like I like the way that guy. He's so energetic. Mm-hmm. He he represents he represents everything Conte mm-hmm. on that. He's like a mini Conte yeah. on that pitch, yeah. back and forth down. Like he's did just you, amazing. Did you just Conte, bro. You know, yeah. um, but he's he's amazing. Yeah. But still, the only so. This is a good, like, we're talking about how good this derby was, mm-hmm. right? But then we got into the second half, and this is where Italy comes out. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, the game was just, it was poor. Yeah. Uh, that second half, I don't even know why I stayed and watched mm-hmm. the whole thing. And it got really scrappy. Error, like, errors all over the pitch. Mm-hmm. Passes misplaced. Final ball was horrible. Um, it, uh, uh a penalty got ruled off, or they, go, they got a penalty. Inter got a penalty, and then they, they called it offside. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I I still think it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. Um. All this stupid shit started to happen, and then all of a sudden the players just didn't want to play anymore. Yeah. And then the ground became a magnet mm-hmm. with extra force of gravity <laughs> applied on 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 the San Siro pitch yeah. on that specific section of the earth. Yeah. It seemed like God just said, "I'm going to give extra gravity to this side of the pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to this side of the earth." And People just started diving. Mm-hmm. Professional divers all over. 
You know, you touch a guy like Hakimi, ah. I think he touched him and then he grabs his, both of his legs, yeah. puts them both together, screaming in pain. And it's like, and nothing yeah. happened to you. And Frank Kesey oh, too. Oh my they, goodness. They, they, they just touched him. He's like, ah! Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> you, just, can hear you can hear them scream. <laughs> and then, the, then Theo came into full force. I like Theo Hernandez, man. Yeah. This kid, I think, is, I think one of the best left backs in this, uh, Serie A. Mm -hmm. And, all of a sudden, he started to channel his inner Ronaldo, mm -hmm. GPS directly to the referee, <laughs> falling down. Like, as he's falling down, he's, like, looking at the ref, like, you know, and then he turns over, moves it, and then he, the camera pans over to yeah, him, yeah. and he's gritting his yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, okay, this shit there was is fucking one, There was one bullshit. where somebody fell down, and they were laughing on the, on the floor. <laughs> I could see their teeth. Yeah, like, it's like, ah, like... like laughing, and then it was like... And, then, and at that moment, I was like, okay, this is, this is starting to get fucking annoying yeah. like i don't know why we're even watching yeah. this i can't wait for this match to end this match started out brilliantly first mm -hmm. half second half they all just is they played to the derby and it just got like horrible yeah. good anyway bottom line good win for ac yeah. milan they just they, for me yeah. now they've passed that first test mm -hmm. second test is probably going to be like teams like juve you know roma yeah. Uh, and if they can keep up the the longevity. Yeah, they just they need to keep playing the way they're playing. I mm -hmm. and I love what they're doing. Yeah. Um. But good good on them. Good on them. Anyway, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna jump into the next segment here real quick. We're gonna be discussing Manchester United and Chelsea. All right, guys. This is uh you know part two of the uh, of episode uh, eight of yeah. uh, the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. Don't so forget to follow us on Twitter at podcast CBF. Yeah, I don't think any person's going to follow us on Podcast CBF. I think I looked at it, it was only still two people who followed us. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. You got to keep getting plugged in. And, and guys, on, honestly, in. if you're enjoying the show, uh, share with your friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, Message you, us. You know. Message us. Let us know. Be like, message us some things that you would want to hear. But don't talk about no La Liga. All right? Yeah, nah, La Liga, nah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you know, Atletico actually looks pretty good. Uh, no, we, we're still we're still shaky. I mean, Atletico like Atletico looks good. The past couple games it was it was zero zero ties. So yeah. I was gonna say actually, yeah, before we actually jump into the next phase about Chelsea and United. Mm -hmm. With the state of this league right now, the goals that we're seeing, it's just absolutely bonkers, Ridiculous. man. Like, I like this shit, yeah. but I don't think any person really is effectively coaching defense anymore. Mm -mm. I, I don't see... The only thing, the only team that I think in the elite, at the top level, is and is a top team, it's not Burnley. It's Atletico. Okay. Atletico. Diego Simeone leaves and breathes it. But mm -hmm. the only problem is he doesn't score a lot of goals. Yeah. Well, he scored 6-1 in the has, first game. He has the talent and the squad to score massive amounts yeah. of goals. But they're so, de so defensive-minded. Is it, is it that now it's become the game has advanced so much that if you focus on... You, ha you can only... Like, you can coach on the other thing, but mm -hmm. you are more lenient towards you know, one side, yeah. right? Like, for example... Well, you need goals to win. Yeah, you need goals yeah. to win games. Like, I remember Klopp coming out, well, yeah. you know, I, I've got to coach offensively, mm -hmm. and defensive... Uh, uh, those, those defensive mistakes and those things are going to happen mm -hmm. when your team is going for the win yeah. versus... Simeon saying, well, I don't want... I don't, I don't want to be losing my defensive shape, yeah. so... The risk is offensively, we're not gonna be as mm -hmm. uh, we're not gonna be having that much of an output. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Like it's something interesting. Probably we should delve into if this continues. Yeah. Because I think I still think it's early days. Maybe yeah. we maybe jump into the thing I, here. I still think a lot of a lot of it is probably no fans too. 
That's what yeah. also yeah, that's another so thing too. I've said yeah, no fans and nobody uh, breathing down your neck like you screaming. Man, yeah, don't go, don't go. Yeah, because because <laughs> when 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 you're when you're when you have a bunch of fans, eighty thousand fans watching your games, yeah, that completely throws you off versus. Mm-hmm. You know, or it doesn't throw you off, but it changes the way you 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 approach a, a football match mm-hmm. versus playing against um, uh, uh, playing without any person in the crowd, and mm-hmm. it feels like almost like training. Yeah, you know, and you start to do more things that you do mm-hmm. if nobody was watching, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the case. Maybe yeah. when fans come back, it'll be you know more it'll more be more compact and a little bit more tight, and you see less of these ridiculous scorelines. Yeah. But jumping into the but games. still, even, what, even as fans, you'll be enjoying that, too. Like, it's just go-galore. Yeah, but as a fan, watching it from your home, you're enjoying it go-galore. But I miss not I miss games that were... Compact uh, tight? No, I miss games where there were fans in there. Mm-hmm. Because you, your emotion, most of the time, the emotion you're having at home yeah, is also shown the fans, on yeah. the pitch, too, yeah. Yeah. through the fans, mm-hmm. right? And it's because of what they're doing sometimes, it also heightens what you're when you're watching the match. It's yeah. like an, an overall experience, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's it. But that's one segment. Another thing, too, could be the preseason was too short. Yeah. Teams didn't have enough time to, like, work on a defensive shape and mm-hmm. all that. So it could be a bunch of so things. just said, we got to score a goal. Yeah, so let's just... Ourselves. Yeah. But but coaching attack, in my opinion, is more complicated than coaching a team on defense. defense yeah. In my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Um, either way, uh, jumping over to the next uh, piece here, Chelsea um, against um, Southampton, 3-3. Ooh. So this game I predicted 3-1, and then you predicted 2-0, and we all went for Chelsea. Yep. Um, um boy, where were we wrong? <laughs> so what's going on with your team, man? Oh man. Chelsea. Lampard Chelsea. out. <laughs> so whoever fan is saying, <laughs> let me just say this like right now. Whoever fan whichever fans are saying Lampard out, you are stupid. Damn. First off, I'm not even gonna lie, it's only what six games in the season so far. Yeah. Six games into the Prem. Bro, we got so much more games to go. And why are you saying Lampard out? Lampard's not the one on the pitch, bro. Yes, he makes the decisions. He makes the decisions and he picks the lineup. Mm. But he's not the one on the pitch making all these dumb mistakes. So you guys need to chill out with your Lampard out. Support the guy. Put your faith in him because he already got us the top four. And what's going to happen this year is going to surprise you guys. And that's coming from me. And I know that for sure. Wow. <laughs> you guys you guys heard it from Victor Speck. I back, I back my manager. Yes. I don't care who it is. Whoever whoever it is in this club, I will back them yes. till the very end. I backed Sari. I backed Antonio Conte. Damn. I backed Mourinho. And I will back Lampard to it, the end. It's easy, it's easy to back people when you have like really good managers yeah. like, of that quality. People, um, people people need to stop degrading him. Yes, in in when he started off in Derby, right? He started yeah, yeah. off in Derby and he he did amazing. Like he, he went to the, he went to the finals of like the promotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And lost by what? One goal. So it's basically like, bro, he can do something. It's yeah. even better now that he is in Chelsea because it, now it, you get that fresh mind state. You get somebody who hasn't done anything in football yet. And plus, mm-hmm. plus, you Chelsea fans, you motherfuckers, Jesus. you get Frank Lampard, who is the legend at this club, who is the helm at this club. You know what I mean? Damn. Like that, 
when when Lampard was coming into this club, everybody was so happy because it was like the fans will finally come together. Why are you guys dividing now? Come together and support your team. It doesn't matter if we tie this game, if we lose, support them because you never know what magic can happen on that on that on that pitch. And you giving them positive energy, it's another way they're gonna look at it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like it's gonna be like, oh yeah, just like you said. Yeah. You know, you 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 um after a loss, people are saying United, United. Yep. You know what I mean? That's that is that is something that's like so heartwarming to these players even though they know okay yeah we're disappointed yeah. and some of them will cry because they, they see they see what you what how you're supporting them you yeah, know what yeah. i mean yeah and like he's done such a good job so far yes defensively we're shaky but man he has put us on the right track for attacking he's mm-hmm. so attacking minded and i like that yeah. you know what i mean like he's not like any of these managers that have come before on, yeah. in chelsea he has come in with a fire a passion a plan yeah. because guys don't forget there's still a three-year plan mm-hmm. the first year was let's play the you we have a transfer ban let's get them integrated and hit our targets and try to hit our targets mm-hmm. but he exceeded his target yeah. you know what i mean he exceeded it they were actually looking at europa Europa was actually what they were looking at. But wow. because because Lampard came in and said, no, I don't want Europa. I want Champions League. Yeah. Because he knows what that, that competition is all about. And yeah. he knows what it is, what it takes to win it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so, so with that being said, do you think Lampard can win you guys a title? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I think it. I back him. I know he can. Right now, there there's some fragilities that need to be taken care of. Yeah. But he's gonna get to that. You so, know what I mean? Okay. So you're saying now the issues now on your pitch, obviously. Yeah. For everybody to see, mostly seem like a, it's a personnel issue. Yes. So personnel issue. What would you fix now? The first goal that was conceded against you guys mm-hmm. was a Kai Havertz mistake. Mistake. Yes. You should have been moving the ball forward, push it up. You know, yeah, I think he was. He tried to cut it in and then he lost the ball, yeah, and then they played it into the middle. But you can't just blame Kai Havertz, yes, Kai mm-hmm. Havertz was at fault because he had that mistake, yeah. But what the hell was Christensen doing? What was Zuma doing? But, but I blame mostly Christensen because he's the one who should be alert. That mm-hmm. ball is coming on his side, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'll, I'll tell you though, as a defender, these things happen a lot, actually. Yeah. You know, it's a lack of, you, lack you of think, concentration. You, for a second, you're like, oh, okay, we've we've secured the back mm-hmm. line. We've secured the play. Havertz now needs to do his job. Yeah. He now needs to move that ball forward. Yeah. He doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you're like, where's my guy? Boom. At first, you're not, you know, I mean, the best defenders know where is everybody on the pitch. Yeah. But in reality, somebody's coming from your blind side. It's very difficult for them, for you to know where that guy is coming yeah. from. So to be fair to Christensen... Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I mean they've done their job, but then all of a sudden here comes uh, the bullet back. But on I don't the really, face. I don't really think he was blindsided because if you watch, yeah. if you watch the play, yeah, Zuma was on the left, yeah. Christensen was on the right. Yeah, so I know. basically, and they were looking. They were yeah. looking there. They were the, ball watching. The ball came. But that happens like that in an instant. Yeah. You don't... I mean, if you, time is money in, 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 in elite football, yeah. right? Yeah. So... In a way, I, I can see why it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think that's Harvard's mistake. Yeah, it was. And it's, you can, defi- you're, you're, it's definitely you're Harvard's asking, mistake. You're I, rem- for I remember when Willing used to do so much yeah. stupid shit like that back <laughs> yeah. in the day. But you're asking, you're asking for Christensen to magically correct that mistake. Yeah. Um, and um, it it just doesn't. It's very help. hard. It's very, it's very hard. Very difficult. Yeah. If that was if that was VVD from last year, 
Yeah, that's not happening. Even VVD has gone cut off. Yeah, guard. he's gone. He's gone cut off. But, guard. I don't, but not not like that's why I said the VVD yeah. from last year, right? Even VVD last year, I saw him get cut off guard. Okay, I saw him get cut off guard a couple of times. That yeah. Watford game, I remember, it was one of the games where he looked off. off. Um, but either way, though, like, and I've seen him do some funny things, but he's still a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal defender. Mm-hmm. But now, then you now look at the second goal. What happened there on the second goal? <laughs> so th- this is the the thing, right? I remember coming on this podcast and yeah. I've said your backline combination should be Zuma and Rudiger. Yeah. And after seeing what Rudiger did with Germany, I was no, like, nah, no I'm way. not putting my I'm not putting my 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 word behind this but dude. Remember what I said when we were previewing it? I said Zuma should be playing alongside with Tomori. Yes. Right. But but now I wouldn't even we're talking about the second goal, right? Yeah. That second goal was all Zuma. You guys, I've heard Chelsea fans blame uh, yeah, Kepa it, it was, and it all was, that stuff. It was Zuma. I put it squarely on, on Zuma. Zuma because squarely on Zuma. It, it, it's it, it's actually very out of character for Zuma. Zuma is the type of guy who has the mentality of a mm-hmm. no nonsense defense. Yeah. If that ball is coming and that ball is on his on his blind side yeah. and he doesn't see what's on the other side. He will clear that ball yeah. out. And I'm pretty sure somebody gave him a shout, too. Like, hey, you need to clear this shit out. Somebody's bearing down on you. You know? Hopefully. hopefully or, or maybe they kept us saying, hey, the, give the me the ball. Guys don't... See, this is this is the issue. Here's why we got Thiago Silva. Mm-hmm. There is no leadership at the back. Aspie only talks when Thiago is there, yeah. which is weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. bro, you guys are both captains yeah. now. So, basically... You talk, but then when Thiago's not there, why aren't you talking? Like, yeah, let yeah, these yeah. guys know. I know. I know what you mean. But I will say one thing. This leadership talk, I've heard that about United all the time, too. They always say, oh, you know, Bruno should be the leader. You should be the captain. Um, I think it's a little bit overrated. I'll be. Let me tell you the reason why. Yeah. I, I believe every single person should be accountable Captable, to yeah. their job, to what you do. It's like us, when we work, mm-hmm. we're all accountable to making sure we do the right thing. If we don't do the right thing, somebody's going to be holding you to account, yeah. right? Basically, and play like play yeah. like a captain. Everybody's a yeah, captain. Every, everybody, play like, you know, there's a reason why you earned that right to be on that field yeah. or that pitch at that time. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you're the one starting. There's a reason why you're the one benching mm-hmm. this other guy. So I think when I watch all this stuff and I hear people say, oh, leadership, oh, Thiago... I watched uh, uh, the highlights video of Leeds against United. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I think United won four three. Yeah, and um, uh, Gary Neville made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Headed the ball across, made a mistake. Instead of him clearing the ball back, he didn't do it. And Roy Keane just absolutely fucking tore into tore him. into him. Yeah, it was four one. Mm-hmm. We ended up winning four three. Yeah, Th- that mistake. Other people made mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, so. It leads score score two more goals. Mm-hmm. I I just think if people just did their jobs, if I'm yelling at you right yeah. now, um, what about the other guy? Mm-hmm. Concentration lapses happen, mm-hmm. you know. So these, um, I, I look at that when I look at that thing, I just think it's not about yelling. It's mm-hmm. about Zuma just saying, the ball is coming in at a ferocious pace mm-hmm. towards me and my goalkeeper. Yeah. There's a guy chasing me. He mm-hmm. knew. He's, mm-hmm. He shoulder checked. I saw yeah, him. Yeah. He knew there was a guy behind Just him. Just kick it out. Throw that freaking ball out. Yeah. So it's not about like, I don't care how hard Thiago would yell at you. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stop the third goal from going in. 
True, you know? but in that in the game against Crystal Palace, Thiago was the one who was like bossing Zuma all around the pitch. Yeah, so basically he was he was basically giving him like the the positional sense. Like, so yo, does it? Do we need a Zuma be... whisper on the pitch? <laughs> you know, this is this we need thing. we need the back line to talk. I think they talk, dude. If you watch it, uh, if you take off stadium sound yeah. and you watch the zone, like you watch the the games, mm-hmm. you hear them talking all the time. They're yelling at each other. You hear them? They talk, bro. They all talk. Yeah. This is this is elite level Premier League football. Mm-hmm. This is not like you know the even Sunday League guys scream at each other yeah, too. Yeah. So this is like, bro. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see this. I I just think that Zuma just made a bad decision. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the problem now. Mm-hmm. You, what Ke- Kepa is already under fire. Yeah, he's already he's already messed up. Yeah, his brain is already twisted, and to give him a pass like that, he's just he's now distraught, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you fucked that like, guy up. Now it's like basically Zuma s- sends the pass back. Kepa is trying to come out. He's trying, he should have used his leg and kind of just put his foot through it. But he's coming down, trying to grab it with his hand. But then he realizes that if he gets it with his hand, it's an indirect free kick. But if he goes with his leg and he misses, then it's a penalty. So you're stuck between a, a, a rock and a hard place. He's caught in both worlds. Like, he, 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 in my opinion, he did the right thing. Yeah. I, I just look at it like Zuma was the one that needs to take full accountability. And, a, and another thing, but, another thing too, in, yeah. that, in that goal was after that whole thing happened. The sequence, yeah? The sequence. So when... when um, I, I don't even know the Southampton player that had the ball and was coming I think deep it was, there. Was it Che Adams and uh, Danny Ings? Okay. Danny Ings was coming in right behind him. And and yeah, so she she had um she um she Adams pulled that ball in basically. Yeah. And uh, as he was as he was coming in, um, Kepa comes in with his hand, but he yeah. pulls his hand out, kind of like Sven Ulrich against uh against uh what was it against Real Madrid mm-hmm. in the I yeah, think yeah, in yeah. the quarterfinals for Champions League. Bayern. Yeah, for yeah. Bayern. And like and Benzema scored that goal, so yeah. it's pretty much like that. That's almost like a goal guaranteed. So yeah. he pulled his hand out, but then Christensen is running back. Christensen dives, he slides, he yeah. stops the ball from actually hitting the inside the back of the net. Yeah. And then um, Kepa is running. Yeah. Kepa is running as well. Kepa runs, slides as well, tries to kick the ball out. Yeah. But unfortunately, the ball bounces back, goes to Shea Adams. Yeah. Shea Adams drops over, yeah. turns over, and smashes it. Yeah. But the thing that I'm kind of like twisted about is like, bro, Zuma should have definitely backtracked. Yeah, back-checked. he should. He should have ran himself back. He should have ran himself back into the position. Yeah. But he was nowhere to be no, found. No, and that's what I'm saying, man. Like, so this is a thing, right? The, it's that so is, it's so out of character for Zuma. This is not Zuma that I'm, we I'm, know. This is where I'm I'm not gonna go come in, right? Each personnel is making mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think at some point, the manager needs to like just okay, guys, this is it. Christensen, you're out. Yeah. Zuma, you're out. Mm-hmm. You know, Thiago. Okay, you made your first mistake. I'll give you another shot. Yeah. Tomori, let's give you a shot. Yeah. Like, I think that's where. Lampard needs to really now take it up a notch, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, benching players. Mm-hmm. Now, but, I mean, but Zuma has only made. I know, I know what you mean, but I, I mean, we, we, I said this last week mm-hmm. about benching Harry Maguire. Yeah. You bring him in, and then he ended up scoring a goal for us. Like, Crazy. you know, this is this is where I'm, I'm gonna. I be, really believe in benching a player yeah. for at least a game. Yeah. Bench them, bench the whole back line for at least a game, mm-hmm. and then put in some new fresh blood. Yeah. Those kids will probably work as hard and will do 
I think, a much more decent job because they're going to be nervous. They're mm -hmm. fighting for their position, mm -hmm. so they're going to probably do a better... That's where the manager earns, earns his coin. Yeah, You earn your coin not by what your players do on the pitch. You well, well you do earn your coin, with the, but, but you don't... Your influence on that game... Yeah drops to yeah. like uh 20% when mm -hmm. they're playing. Mm -hmm. It's all them now. They're not on the pitch. You're not on the pitch. Yeah. But what you where you influence is who is playing and who's mm -hmm. not playing. And I think for him, drop him and just say bro like just take take a break. Just mm -hmm. relax. And you can say it's his first mistake, but yeah. Usually what ends up happening is, oh, it's his first mistake. And then the second happens. Then the second and happens. The third happens. And then the third and happens. And then you have a Kepa situation. And then now the yeah. guy is sh shot of confidence. Yeah. And what can you do? Mm -hmm. Guys, if you're listening to this and you're a Chelsea fan, I still back Kepa, man. Like, that is my boy. That's crazy. <laughs> 100%. I, I think Mendy should start uh, playing. I think the, the, third, the third goal... The only reason is because Mendy's injured, right? I know, so. I know. But once he comes back from injury. But yeah. that third goal... Yeah. I don't blame Kepa, but I blame Kepa because he's just he doesn't have the wingspan. Yeah. I I've been saying this. Yeah. I don't think it's an issue per se for like Mendy. for 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 a guy like Mendy. Mm -hmm. Six foot four goalies will save that. He will get his they 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 that they have that big yeah. reach, right? Mm -hmm. Kepa just has <laughs> I I've seen it's memes of dinosaur you, you arms. have you have to anticipate in those situations if yeah. you if you're short. If you're not that tall like Mendy, you have to be the one to anticipate where that ball is gonna go yeah right but the thing is so weird because Theo walker hits that ball straight on the ground and then vestergaard yeah, yeah, heads it so when vestergaard heads it in that angle it's like even did he even touch it, it i thought it just... he touched it it oh, was okay. vestergaard's goal oh wow so basically theo hit it down on the ground the yeah. ball is bouncing and vestergaard puts his head in which mm -hmm. pushes it out of the reach where kepa was at yeah so it was this like, this this southampton team we gotta give them some love like man. they honestly they show more heart than i've ever seen mm -hmm. after that nine nothing loss to leicester last leicester, season yeah. i was like that's it yeah you know relegation mm -hmm. you guys forget it you guys are going back you're going to the championship going down to the championship yeah and Raf Hassan Hutu, they call him. A, I've seen people call him like a warmer version of, um, you know, Jurgen Klopp. You know <laughs> what I mean? Or um, what's the other guy in Leipzig, Nagelsmann or something? Nigelian. Yeah, they call him a warmer version of them. But mm -hmm. what I, I've watched this team, and I'm like, this team presses the right way. Yeah, they just lack quality. You mm -hmm. know, they need probably better goalkeeper. They need probably, you know, uh, I know Vestergaard. Vestergaard is not that good. I think they need a better defensive yeah. uh, team there. Um, and they, but they have some real good wingers, mm -hmm. you know, Musa Jenepo, um, from um, Mali, and then, um, uh, uh, what they call him, um, what's that dude's name, Redmond? I think Redmond is okay, he's yeah, not Redmond, that, he's yeah. not. I, I know the, the South African guy who doesn't uh, like him, but I, I think he's okay, yeah. I think he's decent. Now they have Walker on Walker top, back, so yeah. they, they really they press well, yeah. but for some reason, they just were getting pummeled by mm -hmm. you know Werner and his brilliance and finally Werner gets his first goal oh, Premier yeah. League and then you know two goals so two goals yeah, yeah. Werner was Werner was unstoppable like even if uh, if it wasn't for the first uh, the first one which was like offside he would have yeah. had a hat trick yeah he probably yeah. probably would have yeah and then Kai Havertz also gets off the mark he also scores his first goal in the league mm -hmm. so those two got their goals Pulisic was amazing man he was just the way he was moving the ball yeah he even created the, the chance for the for the for the third goal yeah yeah that was him yeah and Werner brilliant individual individually amazing yeah. I can't my Jorginho bro this props to you man like 
you are my vice captain till the end, bro. Jesus. You are my vice captain to the Because people don't seem to understand what Jorginho does that's so important. Yeah. Because he wins the ball high up in the pitch. Yeah, yeah. And that just gives you enough enough stability to recycle. Mm-hmm. Jorginho, Kante, they were all on the same page. Man, where's Kovacic? What happens when Kovacic comes? Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. now this depth is just becoming even crazier. Yeah. And, um... Then the way Havertz also plays, how he caresses the ball, the touches. Mm-hmm. I seen them throw a ball that Havertz knew that he he, he would get, mm-hmm. but once he gets it, he's gonna get tackled. So all he did was he put just put his leg in and kind of swept it, pushed the ball away, and they fouled him, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he got the foul. Yeah. These guys attacking minded right yeah, now yeah. is just nice. One thing one thing that shouldn't have happened was Mount on the pitch over Hudson Odoi. I think mm-hmm. Hudson should have played because. You gotta reward Hudson, man. He's been he's been on fire. He's been yeah, yeah, he's yeah. been doing some stuff. But to give him like five minutes, I get it. You're kind of thinking about Sevilla on Tuesday, but still, bro, like kind of play, kind of play. I would, Hudson. I, would, I would rest Mounts because Mount just came from England. England, yeah. And then but resting. but so did Hudson. Hudson also came from England. He played really? with the under twenty ones, oh, right? That's that's a, that's a yeah. Good I know, that's but but serious. but still, who knows yeah. what level they're also training at in that in nah. that sense? You know what I'm saying? Under twenty one, get out of here. I can't really, you know. You, you, as a young player, you're going through so much motions. You play yeah, for England, yeah. in the senior squad, and now you're playing for the for the junior. So it's basically who knows or how. You could, rest both, how you could have you rested both. You know what I mean? But the thing is, like, there was positives there. We need to just focus on the positives. Keep going with those positives. Hopefully, mitigate and just start to clear out the negatives in mm. it. And that this team is just gonna be unbelievable. Good man. Okay, right. man. So we're gonna jump over the next phase sex, uh, oh, section. Wait, wait, wait. Man, we can't. Ziyech's debut. Nah, man, I don't care about Ziyech. He didn't play that great. He played okay. He tried. He, <laughs> he looked tried. good, but he didn't. He didn't yeah, play but that it's great. good. It's good to get those minutes in yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's good to get those minutes in. Okay, man. But, uh, we'll jump over. We'll jump over. We're, we're, yeah. we're out of so much time. Well, we'll jump over. Um, you know, the next phase we'll jump and we'll speak about Manchester United. Right. You guys won. Yeah. Um, so Manchester United. Yeah, man. Okay. You guys I knew you guys were gonna win this game. I called it three two. Well, I, what you I called two, this one? one two one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looked wow. like it looked like to me, it looked like a two one game to be honest. Um up I, until the like final um Yeah, this is minutes. this is classic United thing, right? Like this oldest team, they always do this. They will be <laughs> if they are up two one, one nothing, two zero, three zero at like eightieth minute, yeah. expect like four or five goals. Because mm-hmm. and the other team ends up trying to get goals, yeah. then they just counterattack, counterattack. You know, and this is kinda Ole's strategy, right? Like Ole is a is a um he's he's a master of I think he's very good at coaching transitional play. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you watch his teams play, the way we score goals is heavy, mm-hmm. focused heavy on transition. Yeah. Um, but uh, some of the key points for me anyway was Harry Maguire. Sorry for Harry Maguire. Like I was asking for this guy to get benched. Yeah. Um, and he came back. He came back and he scored thing. a goal. Yeah. You know, I don't think it was that good either way. I think um, the uh, uh, the save from David de Gea helped him out. But you see, you, you, know? see, you see what but, I said, right? The yeah. thing that Shaka Hislop also talked about was this guy. This guy should be there. But don't impose yourself in situations. Yeah, you see, he didn't impose himself too yeah, much in situations. I, I'm pretty sure Ole probably had a talk with him. Yeah. Like you're probably doing too much. Yeah, 
this is not you. Mm-hmm. I, 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 th- I think sometimes Harry Maguire gets caught in both worlds. Oh, I need to be playmaking from the back. Yeah. I'm Sergio Ramos kind of player. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm a, you know, PK kind of defender. Like, I can, you know, move the chains from the back line. Or even Van Dijk, yeah. even. You're not, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just focus on the number one thing, which is I need to defend first and foremost. Every defender, your first rule is defense comes first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that's why you look at guys like Trent Alexander-Arnold. Whenever he, you know you see him uh, on the defense, he looks like he's on skates. Yeah. He doesn't know how to defend. Yeah. Yeah. But when Going he's on the ball, he's just like Amazing. you should be a winger or yeah. a midfielder or yeah. something, right? But anyway, he. Um, um, I think that uh, Maguire needed this game. Mm-hmm. Um, he needed that goal. That goal helped him out. Once he mm-hmm. scored, you could just see relief. He was just like, "Thank God, yeah. like I've had a horrible week. Like, mm-hmm. thank God this this just could him. be a, start. you know." And now for him, that was good, yeah. right? But one person I want to call out specifically, apart from Maguire, uh, was Mata. Mata just was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching, watching. At first, when when the goal came in from Shaw, yeah, I was caught up in both minds, man. I was like, we can't fucking catch a break, man. This team, but as we were down one nothing, and I just saw the way Mata was playing. I was like, "Huh, okay, mm-hmm. oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know." And I've this this guy. I've told, said like this guy needs to go to MLS. I still think he needs to go yeah, to MLS. I don't know what the hell Newcastle is doing, <laughs> but that any other team would have pressed him like yeah. nuts, mm-hmm. like crazy. Um, and for me, I think that um, he needed that game too. Mm-hmm. He played phenomenal. He played very well. Yeah. Um, he helped us get a goal, which uh, which ended up being offside for uh, for Bru- um, from him. Yeah. And that was like that like amped up my roller coaster of emotions. But anytime I watched him on the ball, I was like, man, this guy is so good. Mm-hmm. This guy is so good. If if he was twenty eight, mm-hmm. he would still be just absolutely dominating. You know what I mean? And um, but he's just he's at that age now where pace he doesn't have he never had any pace anyway in the first place. Mm-hmm. And the older he is, he just looks way slower than everybody. But he's so good with the football that this is something I feel that United needed. Mm-hmm. We needed a player that just can come in, keep the ball. I think that's where Van der Beek comes in. But yeah. for some reason. Ole doesn't want to be playing Van der Beek, so I don't know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way Mata played that game, I just gotta, I gotta eat, swallow my words a little bit here, and just say bravo to you, Mata. Mata was just, he was my, he was my man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he was my man, and um, you know, I really, I really appreciated the work that he did. Yeah. So that was that piece there. The mm-hmm. other thing too, as well, I think Mata is the second phase about Mata. Mata for me. Um, I, I've, I've talked about this. I actually wrote, uh, well, back in the day, I used to write kind of like mini diaries. I was looking at the diary the other day. Yeah. And I've always talked about like the Manchester United conundrum. And I broke this down into like six different parts. What were the different things that, you know, why United is failing now? You mm-hmm. know, obviously the ownership, lack of uh, uh, proper recruitment uh, or, or poor recruitment, mm-hmm. lack of a director of football. And then one of the other things too, uh, I've always put in there was the mismanagement of two key Spanish players on this team. Mm-hmm. Do you know who those players were? Mata and Ander Herrera. Mata and Ander Herrera. Those, to me, have been the two players that have absolutely been mismanaged mm-hmm. by by this club, in my opinion. Um, I think the way that, um, you know, I think the way that, uh, um, you know, uh, 
Mata has been used for me has been poor. Everybody keeps playing him on the right wing. Yeah. You know, I think you know you're you're catching up on the, some of the highlights here. One of the one of the things that uh, for that cross that came in mm-hmm. was because they pressed Mata and he lost the ball. Yeah, he was too weak. He lost the ball. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ma, Ma, um, uh, Mata, um, in my opinion, should never have been played. They should never been playing him on the right wing. Yeah, you should be playing him as a center mid mm-hmm. or center attacking mid. Yeah. That's where his strength is at. Mm-hmm. That's where he every time you give him the ball, he every single time wants to go he wants to go through the, he wants to go through the midfield. He yeah. wants to go he wants to cut in, cut in on his left, cut in mm-hmm. on his left. He doesn't stick out wide uh for very long. Yeah. So and it's so obvious to see a good team will punish the hell out of United. Mm-hmm. A good team will see this from United and be like, "You know what? Like you don't have a good right winger, so you know what we're going to do?" We're just gonna, you know, we're gonna forget, we're gonna forget it, right? And then uh, um, uh, we don't worry too much about the 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 stuff coming out from the right flank. Mm-hmm. So watching watching this and watching how um, uh, uh, United has been mismanaging this guy mm-hmm. has been one of my biggest pet peeves. Anytime I watch a United team play, yeah. Mata on the right wing, don't play him there. Play him in the center. He loves to come in in the middle anyway. Mm-hmm. Keep him in the center. At least do that. And especially with his age now, when he's 33, if we say, okay, play him as a center mid, mm-hmm. um, I would say, okay, let's keep him. Because then he's 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 really useful. But when we say, oh, no, we're going to play him as a right winger, he, he just he doesn't cut. He doesn't have the energy to go up, down, up, down, mm-hmm. up, down. He doesn't have that. So... It irritates me anytime I see managers misuse Mata like as a right winger, as a right mm-hmm. winger. And if you're gonna use him as a right winger and where he's cutting into his left every single time, then coach Wambisaka better. Mm-hmm. Wambisaka is so poor on the ball. This guy used to be a winger, and I'm shocked. I'm like, how how are you a winger? You mm-hmm. don't know how to like do better with the football. But what a goal from you know. Man. He's got a beautiful goal, absolutely beautiful goal. But the whole match, he was poor there. It's mm-hmm. like, coach him better. Coach him on how to uh, 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 attack the ball better from the right uh, right flank. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you don't, or or if not, if you're going to keep playing that way, then just buy a better right back that likes to go forward better. Mm-hmm. The only problem is defensively, they may not be as good. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what's happening. They're probably trying. I'm pretty sure they're probably trying their best to coach him. Yeah. But I feel like we need like a better, like a a, a more offensive right back, like somebody like Max Aarons from Norwich or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that can actually do a job yeah. as a right, like offensive right, right back. back yeah. You know, if not, then just forget it. Put a real right winger mm-hmm. as a right as a right wing uh, 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 player there, like mm-hmm. Daniel James or something. Yeah. Play them as a right winger and then rely on them to provide the width mm-hmm. and provide the crosses in the box. Football is width. Yeah. I don't get this. I don't. I don't get why um, Ole and, and a lot of United managers in the past haven't realized this. If you don't spread the pitch, you don't use every corner of the section of the pitch, especially mm-hmm. in elite football. It's useless, right? And that's how you can pull teams aside. Mm-hmm. You know, for United, people just sit back, suck up pressure, stay narrow, and be like, okay, you guys can't cross the ball anyway, yeah. so I'm not going to, like, bother mm-hmm. about the, the wings, right? Yeah. Or you don't have good players that can, you know, put the deadly ball in the box. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but either way, good good result for Mata. I was so happy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was good. After I said, I put my hands up, I dissed him, but, mm-hmm. you know, he just, he blew me away. Yeah. Um, 
One other funny thing, Bruno missed the penalty. Yeah, I was just about to talk yeah. about that. Why did he decide to not use his technique? His hop step? Yeah. Um, he, he sometimes doesn't use his hop step. And anytime he doesn't use his hop step, he goes for power. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he goes for power. So I, I think he thought I should just slam this shit as best as I can. Mm-hmm. The penalty, when I look back at it, wasn't that good of a penalty anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think it would have been better if he did his hop step. Because, yeah. Because that him and Jorginho just practiced that shit day and night. Right? I know, I know. Like, and and Darlo go with what you know, right? Yeah, Darlo looks really hot through mm-hmm. all throughout that game. Yeah, he, he looks phenomenal. Um, and he looked like he had studied uh, 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 Bruno. Yeah, he's his run up was very was very um, short. It wasn't as long as it usually will it was be. Very direct. Yeah, and it was very direct. And I think. If he had if he had placed that into the top left corner, it would have been a goal. Yeah. But he he just went full for power, yeah. and you know he, he didn't get the the coverage. Mm-hmm. But either way, that guy, man, he has so much desire, man. The guy shows so much heart, so much desire, so much like this guy. He's a true Manchester United player, mm-hmm. right? Um, and um, watching watching him play, watching uh, 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 him play. He makes a lot of mistakes too, you know what I mean? He makes a lot of mistakes. He he screws up a lot, but when it comes to the way he plays and the heart he shows mm-hmm. and the risks he takes, those are like necessary risks that we need on the team. Like he's a he's a he's he's every coach's dream. A guy like that is every coach's dream and I really um uh really appreciate what he's bringing so far to the team, man. Yeah. You know? Um, the last thing I wanted to bring up, Van der Beek. I, I don't know what is going on, uh, but Van der Beek reminds me of the Mata and Herrera conundrum, mm-hmm. you know, where uh, uh, Van Gaal wouldn't play Herrera, and you could just tell this is our best center mid mm-hmm. at the time on the pitch. Why aren't you playing him? You know, so um, Ole keeps holding uh, Van der Beek back. Van der Beek has said he's happy with it, but I'm just like, bruh, like, when are you going to? When are you going to play this kid, man? This yeah. kid looks... He's he looks hot. Everybody, he doesn't look hot. Like One of the guys asked, I was like, I don't understand why you're so ex- United fans are so excited about this guy. Van der Beek does what Mata does, mm-hmm. except with more energy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do what Papa does. Papa is a different kind of player. Papa is our most talent- talented, not the best midfielder we have. He's our most talented. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do what Pogba does. He does the simple that, that second the second goal for Bruno. Mm-hmm. There was a the pass he made to Mata before Mata threw the ball over to Bruno was just simple, but it was done in the most perfect way. Mm-hmm. The problem with United right now, we have a lot of players that when they get the ball, yeah, it, they take they ages. take a gazillion touches. Mm-hmm. You give the ball to Matic. They're doing too much. He's dribbling himself, dribbling the grass, <laughs> and then he's now finally passing the ball. Yeah. You give the ball to Fred. I like Fred. Because he's quick. Fred, the ball touches his ball, balloons off his feet, and then, oh, shit, he has to struggle to get it back on control. I like Fred, too. Yeah. I, I'm a, I think he's tenacious. Yeah. But some of his touches are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you give Mata the ball, Mata is good at doing it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do it with much vigor and pace yeah. and speed, mm-hmm. you know? He, he looks for the good pass, which yes. is good, yeah. which is good. But you're like, Mata, please, bro. Like, you could have released that a little bit earlier. earlier yeah. You you know, you give it to Bruno. Bruno wants to flick it over yeah, and yeah. do crazy moves. Mm-hmm. You give it to Pogba. Pogba wants to send the beautiful long ball. Mm-hmm. You give it to Van der Beek. He connects the dots. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, Pogba, you want to send the ball up in a nice, beautiful way? Mm-hmm. 
here's a nice, beautiful one-touch pass for you so you can do your magic. Mm-hmm. In an instant, yeah. when you need it, right away. Mm-hmm. He does not waste time. He reminds me of Herrera. Just the difference is, he takes that one-touch passing mm-hmm. to a whole other level. Yeah. That's what I love about Van Der Beek. Those, ne- those Netherlands boys, man. They yeah, just... Yeah. He, and, and, and the best part, his movement. Mm-hmm. He is like a Thomas Muller. These guys will not dribble. They will not take a million step overs. They will not they will do... do the easy thing. But they will consistently, for 90% of the game, do what they should, should do. do. Yeah. And this is, this is my biggest thing. People always want to see the highlight reel. They want to turn on the TV and watch Bruno make the most beautiful, sexiest pass mm-hmm. to Marcus Rashford for a goal. Yeah. They want to see uh, Pogba's nice, beautiful ball, long, drops in perfectly. Oh, mm-hmm. Pogba is the only one. To... But they don't know. The problem with United is for 90% of the game, they don't do the simple sh- shit mm-hmm. very well. And that's that's my own biggest thing. Like, you know, they... The, we needed a risk taker that would take risks mm-hmm. and make it work. Mm-hmm. And we also needed a guy who can keep things simple so that those guys who take risks can take the risk and it doesn't hurt the team. Yeah. If you're taking risks 80% of the time, you're, fo- you're not playing football. Mm-hmm. You're now playing, I don't know, African football, long yeah. ball, <laughs> you know, ridiculous shit. No open. Exactly. And you can see when Van der Beek came on the field, all of a sudden, United started to pass the ball way better. Mm-hmm. One touch pass, Mata. You want the ball? Here you go. Mm-hmm. One touch pass. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Like, and then Bruno was like passing the ball back. Their football looked, oh, I can actually play this football it co- better. It connected. Yeah. It connected. There was a connection. So I think people not understanding this, when you see him play a full game, you say, oh, okay, it makes sense. I understand why now. You know? So mm-hmm. Van der Beek is crucial. If, if Ole can figure out how to use him properly, mm-hmm. he will, he, I can absolutely bet you every person would be like oh that's why he was bought Mm -hmm. the only thing i would say though is physicality he probably needs a little bit more he needs to be a little bit more physical Mm -hmm. that's my only thing i'm a little bit worried about yeah if you press him and you really give him the body you know he may not he may not be he may not look too good Mm -hmm. so anyway that's it for united um we're gonna quickly oh just to your, your boy rashford scored yeah, Rashford scored, man. And he you assisted. Know. And he assisted, yeah. He played. He assisted two times. He played really well. Yeah. Rashford played well for a striking position that's not his position. Mm-hmm. I honestly think they need to put Rashford at the right right, right forward. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, wing. right wing, right forward. I think they should be putting him there. And um, who's going to play in the left? Um, I think Martial should be played in the left. Mm-hmm. And I think Greenwood should go, should start to now be yeah, curated to his middle striker. striker. Now that Cavani is here, yeah. Cavani should be the guy that should help him. If Martial wants to play striker, then they need to figure it out. But I think sometimes those boys are that good. They can play in three different positions mm-hmm. that they just rotate them. Try it. But, I mean, I'm not the coach. I'm saying all this stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything. And, yeah, I mean, once again, I said Harry Maguire should have been benched. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, at least he had a decent game. So At least least, uh, Ole did bench Pogba, though. Yeah, but Pogba, they said he might have had an injury. And Pogba, obviously, said a bunch of shit um, the last uh, time he went to France. This guy goes to France and says a bunch of shit now. Oh, yeah, Madrid is the dream. I love Madrid, you know. And, um, you know, if you want to go to Madrid, sure, why not, son? Go to Madrid. It seems to be. A, a trend with French players. They is go, it? They go. They go out and. Talk. I, I don't think it's a trend with French players. I think it's Giroud, just Giroud talks. I, I think it's a trend with um, our our boy Pogba. Pogba just loves to talk. And Giroud, I get it. Giroud is old and yeah. he doesn't want to be sitting on the bench. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But Pogba, look at this stage, bro. Just go, man. Mm-hmm. I think um, he's given us enough, but I think he just needs 
A new champ. He needs a better. He needs a better team to work with. Yeah. Uh, a guy of his age should be fighting for Champions League, yeah. winning uh, uh, league tr trophies and all that, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, if he doesn't want to stay and do the work, eh, who am I to, to blame him, right? Yeah. Like, um, United should have helped backed back the ambition. They should have supported them by getting the right players in. They didn't do it. When Rooney didn't get the right players, uh, United didn't get the right players in, Rooney was looking to move. Yeah. He was looking to move a city, yeah. which is much more disgusting than anything. <laughs> I don't know why our fans don't don't remember that or bring that up. Yeah. Um, he ended up staying, but you know, for me, Pogba, like, he wants to play with better players, mm -hmm. and if United isn't doing it for him, then let him go. And I don't know what the problem is. I don't know why we keep hanging on to him. Now we're not going to get good money for him because his contract's running out soon. Yeah. But anyway. He extended, right, to 2022? No, we extended. We triggered the clause because we okay. have an option. We always do this with people's contracts yeah. where we can extend their option. That we can but, get some money out of it. You know, in a way, I hope he doesn't sign a new agreement too. Yeah. You know, reason being is just that he's... Um, you know, he's just that uh, uh, he will look like a mercenary. And I think everybody's a mercenary. Yeah. But I just think that just let him go, man. Yeah. Let him go. Yeah, I, and, and, go and, it's, and I feel bad sometimes for Ole, too, because Ole keeps trying. Mm -hmm. Like, he has a difficult job as it is. Yeah. He's under so much pressure. And this, this guy goes out and like, yeah, <laughs> Real Madrid, call me. You know what I mean? So... Anyway, um, uh, let's uh, uh, you know let it, let him go. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so we're gonna wrap it up um, real quick. We're gonna quickly touch on. We got just a minute segment mm -hmm. to touch on the preview for the Champions League for our teams. Um, you know, and I know we're kind of jumping the gun before I even before I even say anything. City game against Arsenal, awesome game. Yeah. The Napoli game against Atalanta, superb game. Mm -hmm. Um, I know. What did we predict for uh, City Arsenal? For City, I predicted uh, two one for City. And you I predicted three nothing. Oh wow! So yeah. ended up one nothing. Yeah. City played the perfect game. Bernardo Silva, man. Bernardo yeah. Silva and Raheem Sterling. Exactly. Pep needs to maintain that. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever he's doing there, maintain that. Yeah. And for Arsenal. I think Arteta is great. Yeah. They have a good they, manager. They had, they, I think they were just wasteful as well, too. In yeah, chances. they were. But that team is looking way better, yeah. you know? Um, so should we say top four, top six? No, nah, they're not going to be top four. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> the next... Uh, <laughs> the it would be so funny if Liverpool falls to, like, top six. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, with Virgo van Dijk's injury, but I don't, I don't think they will. I think they're they still going to be in top four. They have too much quality to drop oh, down. Yeah. And then the next... The other game that, we, uh, that I watched, I actually took buckets of notes for this game. Napoli versus... Atalanta, mm -hmm. my God. Okay, I'll give it a one-minute segment. Ref was horrible. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. Yeah. Some of the challenges against Victor Osiman was mm. ridiculous. So relentless, and then bro. Napoli. That boy, Victor Osiman. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm so happy he's like, he's oh, like if any person, me. If any person could spend the first 40 minutes of any of their time, mm -hmm. go and watch Napoli Atalanta. Mm -hmm. That first 40 minutes, I watched the first half and then I didn't watch it. Yeah. That first 40 minutes, he was a beast. Mm -hmm. Victor Osimhen, people slept on this guy. This guy should have come to the Premier League. Yeah. He yeah. should have come. But anyway, and when I talk about, you know, a true footballer, you know how I always criticize Lukaku and I'm saying, Lukaku's not a footballer, but... Osimhen is a true, true footballer. footballer. Yeah. The way he plays in a way like Harry Kane mm -hmm. right now, yeah. um, I don't know if he's ever going to reach those heights, but the way so far I've seen him play, mm -hmm. linking up his team, making the runs, all, all the things he can look for, and then the goals that they were scoring, 
due to him being selfless. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Selfless. Anyway, go watch that game if you have an op yeah. opportunity. He tormented that Atalanta backline. The, be the, be um, the best thing about Victor Osiman too is he's Nigerian. And yeah, I know. claim him. Yeah, Nigeria, no, he's good. Tommy, Tommy <laughs> made a big fucking mistake, I think, yeah. uh, signing Tommy, up for England. Tommy, if Tommy he's and dumb. Victor went big together, oh. Big mistake. He should have, I mean, we can't criticize this guy, but he should have uh, declared for Nigeria, yeah. in my opinion. And Tomori, so. too. Tomori. These boys will regret it. Because yeah. Salke ain't going to play your asses. He's, he's not even playing. Salke is not going to play Grealish, you know. Salke uh, believes in Mount. And Cody, mm. that's it. Anyway, he's the freaking father of Cody and Mount. This guy, anyway. But Victor, and, and then the other thing too, I watched was Bakayoko. Bakayoko was useless in that midfield. I, I think you guys need to get rid of this guy, like Asa. Well, we've been trying to sell. I know People he's not. He's, he's not. He's not that good. I saw him in the midfield, and then the last thing I wanted. He to, was pretty good in ACA. That was he was okay, but it like, wasn't. Like, but look at them now without him. him. <laughs> they went to buy the thing, but they dodged a bullet. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, the final thing too I wanted to say about that game, Gattuso. It's funny how as a as a player, you designed your career about destroying the game. Mm -hmm. He was this guy was just he used to hack players down. He just was a destroyer in the midfield. Mm -hmm. Center whole defensive midfield that was Gattuso, mm -hmm. Renato Gattuso. Um and watching him coach Napoli the way they play, mm -hmm. I can't guys, if you have any 40 minutes of your time. Watch Napoli Atalanta, please. Mm -hmm. The first 45 minutes, first half, you will not regret it. The football from Napoli, this guy coach, I don't know if he's, or he hires good coaches mm -hmm. to coach so progressively. It is a beautiful, I believe my coaching style is all about wing play. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to, I want to watch videos now, mm -hmm. and I want to study videos of how he does the attacking sequence mm -hmm. of the wings, because it is beautiful. Yeah. It is so beautiful. If you have a good setup like that, oh man! And with the way Victor Simon plays, mm -hmm. it just, oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, this, these guys used to do the same thing when uh, when Sari was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, just, we forget about that. We don't yeah. care about Sari. Sari is gone. He's, he doesn't have a job. So we will move on. Uh, next piece okay, we'll quickly mind you hire him no hell <laughs> god forbid please <laughs> please this guy is understand my football um, no please 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 uh, we, our guys can't even understand like basic shit you start giving them like a, a checkbook of complicated shit it ain't gonna work they're gonna have to clear out that whole fucking team um, anyway uh, jumping in real quick into one minute okay Chelsea against Sevilla yeah. what is gonna be the scoreline was Chelsea Sevilla? Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. That is a hard one. Who's at home? Chelsea. Okay. So I'm gonna predict right here, um, just because of the glut of goals you guys are, you know, uh, slamming each other. I'm gonna predict a two-two draw. Two-two draw. Yeah. Chelsea versus Sevilla, two-two draw, and come on, buddy, We're waiting for you, man. Um, I think I think we're gonna win. We'll win. Okay, how many? Um, four two. Four two. Four, two okay, I'm gonna jump in. Manchester United against PSG. Lord help us. Um. Oh man, I think this is easier for you to predict first before I predict. Because I'm mind you versus PSG. Yeah. Uh, I can see a three one. 
for for PSG. For PSG. Okay. Um. Yeah, that game does not. It doesn't look. Doesn't it? Does it? So, I'm gonna predict. Um. Shit. Fuck, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a realist. Um. And I'll predict. I hope Ole plays five at the back, but I predict. Uh, oh man, this is tough. I predict uh, one one tie. One one. One one tie. Okay. Yeah, PSG probably going win this game, but. Anyway. <laughs> all right, guys. Sorry it took so long, but uh, appreciate you guys. If you stayed all the way and listened to the end of this show, we appreciate you guys doing that it was a long session there was a lot of games to talk about mm-hmm. we we're both exhausted um but uh you know if you like you know follow us um and i would recommend uh you know the the uh, join following us on on twitter too as well at podcast cbf if you want to send us an email podcastcbf at gmail.com uh really appreciate you guys spending the time with us and if you didn't it's okay we understand it's a long day um but uh yeah Will you have yourself a great, great day? We'll be back for the Champions League review, most likely on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, have fun. Stay safe.